Hi, my name is Ivanya Easley, founder and CEO of Love E Fashion and styled by Love E. And the Closet Chronicles podcast is all about digging deep into the fashion industry, um, sharing my story, my resources, my experiences, inviting other fellow fashion founders and entrepreneurs to share their stories and give their insights. I always felt like when I first got in this business, and even now sometimes, that it was not enough people giving the real, the digging deep beyond the surface of the highlights that we see on social media. Of course, with social media, Instagram, and all of the rest, those are highlight reels. So you see the glamour of it all, the fashion shows, the celebrities, the shopping, the styling of clients, but you don't see the grind behind the shine, as well as all of what it takes to actually run the business. Because the thing about it is you can't do all the fun creative of shopping and styling clients if you're not running the business properly. You will be out of business and quick. So... This first episode is just about sharing my story. Of course, I love feedback from people. I love to find out your questions that you may have. Um, Please email them, send them in. Uh, When I do release this episode on social media and on my platforms, uh, you'll have all my contact information because I love to hear back from y'all and be able to answer any questions that y'all may have about the industry through the podcast. And of course, I get interviewed um, on po- other podcasts or radio stations or magazine interviews or even IG lives. But that's not enough time to dig deep into my story or dig deep into the daily realities and the emotional roller coaster that is entrepreneurship. So that's what this podcast is all about. Digging a little deeper, having a more in-depth conversation without the time restrictions to really share what it really takes to make it happen in this industry. So I hope y'all enjoy the journey, the ride, and my path as I continue, not only where I've come, but as I continue to grow and excel in this industry that I love so much. So quick backstory about me. Um, I'm a certified personal stylist, been um, a stylist since 2010 for a living, started styling right out of college in 2001. I'm born in Atlanta, raised in Charleston, South Carolina, back in Atlanta, Georgia now. And so I want to share this first episode about, you know, my story and my love of fashion and how it all got started. So, of course, like most people that are in the fashion industry, from designer to stylist, etc., we all had a love um, for the craft, you know, colors, fabrics, accessories, putting it all together. Um, look good, feel good. That was us, all of us. And so I think everybody's story, story starts the same in regards to how they got in the business and where it first came from is that we were, had a good eye, could put looks together. People complimented us, liked the way we looked. And now I've been able to turn that into actually a livelihood that people pay me for my taste and my creativity and my relationships and resources is just really a dream come true. Uh, it doesn't feel like a dream every day because entrepreneurship, like I said, is definitely an emotional roller coaster. There's ups, there's downs, there's highs, there's lows. But I would never trade it for anything in the world. And so how I got started was, again, the compliments from friends and family, helping friends and family. But there was an opportunity to do a fashion show. 
And it was this company. They owned a magazine. They owned a hair show. And they did a fashion show every year. And I would attend because I wasn't in the fashion business. But I always wanted to go and be wherever there was some creativity. And so growing up in Charleston and before social media, all I saw was what was around me. And that is the great thing about social media is it exposes what exists in the world, not just what's in your community. I was raised, you go to college, you get a good job, the end. Nothing more, nothing less. And so I knew it was more out here, but I wasn't really sure how to access it because I hadn't been exposed or seen it. You don't know what you don't know. So when I got the opportunity from this company, like, hey, we see you all the time. You always look so great. Can you do a fashion show for us? And we'll pay you. I said, yes. I never done a fashion show. I knew it wasn't rocket science. I figured I'd figure it out. And at the time, I was out of college and I was spending all my money shopping anyway. So I reached out to all those stores that I was shopping with and asked, hey, can I borrow clothes for this fashion show? And everybody said, yes, I'm a big believer. Closed mouths don't get fed. Worst case people can do is say no. So I'm never scared to open my mouth and ask. I'm also a big believer in manifestation and putting the work ethic to go with what you believe. The power of your mind is real. And I believe I can have anything if I want in life. I just got to work hard to achieve it, do the research and put it out there in the world and put it out in the energy. So that's what I did. I reached out to everyone. They said I could have access to the clothes. They gave me about $50,000 worth of clothes, shoes, accessories, and purses. Um, I put a mood board together and took pictures of all the models. And mind you, I did not know any of these words. I didn't know about networking, pulling, mood board, continuity, none of it. I just did what made sense and what was intuitive to me and using my instincts of like, okay, common sense says uh, we need to take pictures of the models so we know which outfits we need to put together a whole lookbook for it. I need to ask for clothes so I have the clothes for the fashion show and then we're going to put these clothes on a model and do a runway show. Now, mind you, uh, I went to school for poli sci and then I got a master's in finance. So I definitely have corporate background experience and so... I worked in, you know, corporate. I worked in business. And when I worked as an accountant, you know, I never was, I mean, I liked accounting, but definitely if it was a minute over my time to leave or during tax season where we had to work longer, it was definitely like, where's my time and a half? Uh, Where's my overtime? And with fashion, it was something I worked well into midnight, some nights working and preparing for the show. And I loved it so much. I was so passionate about it that it was something I would have did for free. And luckily, I was able to get paid for it. And they kept paying me to do the show, even after I moved to Atlanta for a few years. So that was great. But that was where the seed was planted for me to be like, hey, maybe this is something I can do for a living. And so once I did that show, it went well. I got good feedback. Like I said, they hired me a few more years, even after I moved away to come back and do the show. But that was what, like I said, planted that seed to go forth and dig a little deeper and do research. Now, I'm the queen of research. It's probably a carryover from my pre-law college days, but I'm all about the research. I'm a big believer that everything that we want to know is in a book, Google, YouTube, like if you research, you can find it. I know a lot of times people just want everybody to hand them the answers, but the reality is research is king. And if you do your research, you're able to usually figure out what you need. And I love to read. So the combination of the two 
as was like, hey, this is what I'm going to do to figure out how to get into business. I also put it out in the world. Like I put it out in the energy. I let everybody know, hey, this is what I'm interested in doing. Do you know anybody? If you do, please connect us. I really want to know. Now, mind you, that's called networking and being strategic. Again, I didn't have the proper words for it. I just knew I wanted it and I needed to put it out there. Luckily, I met a lady and she was doing hair for Bronner Brothers and New York Fashion Week. Bronner Brothers is a big hair show in Atlanta and they usually have elaborate hairstyles as well as the wardrobe. And then, of course, New York Fashion Week. So she was like, I'll connect you with a stylist. So she connected me with a stylist. I started interning with that stylist. That stylist connected me with another designer stylist and it ended up being michael knight from project runway and the funny thing is and that's why i say the power of your mind is real the funny thing is i was watching a marathon of project runway i never watched it before but something that day was like oh watch project runway so i watched it watched the whole thing the marathon all day long and the next day i went to do the photo shoot and that was who i met was the guy from project runway michael knight because the stylist I was working with, she I was assisting her. She couldn't make it and sent me in her place. And when I went, that's who I met. I started interning with him as well. He introduced me to a lot of people. And every step was a stepping stone. Like I know I thought every opportunity that came my way in my 20s was like my big break. But in reality, they were all just steps to success, steps to where I'm at now and steps that I'm continuing to take to get to the next level. Like you continue to elevate, elevate, elevate. So working with him, meeting all these people, getting connected, building my resume, building my portfolio. And again, just letting everybody I meet like, hey, this is what I'm doing. Um, this is what I'm about. If you can connect me, introduce me, have any resources for me, please let me know. End up meeting someone else. She had a boutique. She was with an agency and she said, Hey, I can get you connected to Fox five to go dress the anchors. I was like, Oh, awesome. I thought this was going to be my big break. I was going to quit my job and be working at the TV stations, dressing anchors. I seen E news and good morning America. I just thought that this was it. Uh, what I didn't know though, is there are different markets. So LA market and New York market is bigger than Atlanta's market. So therefore they do pay for wardrobe. Atlanta market does not. They only paid for at the time. Maybe they've upgraded since then, hopefully. But back in, um, oh, what, what was that? Oh, seven, oh, eight. They did not. And they only paid for makeup and hair. So I went to dress the anchors. The other thing is I didn't know the news came on at four in the morning. So that was a rude awakening for me because I'm not that, uh, I'm a morning person, but not that early in the morning. So. I got up at three, went to the station, dressed the anchors at four, went to my day job at nine. After work, I have a child. At the time, she was a child. She's a grown woman now. But at the time, she was in elementary school, took care of her, then went shopping for more clothes and then rinse and repeat. I wore myself out, but that's how bad I wanted to get into the industry. And I was taking all of the opportunities. Um, so as I'm dressing the anchors, the boutiques are getting paid because the anchors are buying the clothes that they're wearing on air. Everybody's happy, but I'm the only one not getting paid. And as much as I was loving it and I did still have my day job, it was a lot of work to not be getting anything from it at all beyond what I needed for a resume. So 
what I did was approach the anchors and ask them like, hey, you know, I can't continue to dress y'all like every day nonstop with no pay. So can we negotiate something? Now, mind you, I didn't have any rates. I didn't know about rates. I didn't even know what I should be charging. So I just kind of accepted whatever they gave me. But they did start to pay me to come and dress them. And I met so many people in the green room. And that was where the real blessing was from was meeting people in the green room because I met celebrities I met people and those people I met some of them hired me and one person in particular she was PR and she represented clients and she was like you know I work all day and I have events at night and I want to be able to dress from day to night desk to dinner is what I like to call it so I started dressing her she introduced me to her best friend who was in pharmaceutical sales, started dressing her. And the great thing about that client is when she introduced me to her best friend, this was by this time, 2010. I had lost my day job because of the recession that happened. It trickled down to affect all of us by 2010, but it started in 2008. So I was freelancing at that point, just trying to you know make it work uh, as I was looking for a new job. But ultimately, I never ended up going back to work. I was able to turn this passion for fashion into my full-time career, entrepreneurship job, whatever you want to call it. And so when I got that client though, I got her in 2010 and we still work together to this day and it's 2021. So I say that to say that it's just about the consistency and the tenacity and focus to just keep going and doing good work. So I share this journey to share my journey and my testimony, my story, to inspire, motivate, and to give you insight so that you can be better in your own journey and your own path. Because I made a lot of mistakes along the way. I learned a lot along the way. Uh, my experiences basically have made me who I am. And I feel like back then, a lot of people did not share their journey. Everybody kind of held everything close to the vest. I asked other people that were in the industry, and a lot of them were like, yeah, you know, so... I'm a stylist. I did this fashion show for Diddy. And it was kind of like, well, how did you get there? Like, I know there were steps and process. You didn't just wake up and do a show for Diddy. It was like, well, somebody you met introduced you to somebody who introduced you to be able to work for Diddy or to do movies or whatever. And so that is why I'm so transparent about my journey, because what God has for me is for me and what he has for you is for you. So I don't have a problem sharing, which is also why I started teaching other people how to monetize their gifts and talents, whether that be fashion or any other creative job, because there is definitely a science and a method to it. And there's a business to it. And I think we get too caught up in the glamour of it all that we don't talk about the business. There are spreadsheets, there's accounting, there's marketing, there's social media, there's employees contractors there's so much that has to happen to run a successful business and to run a business that's going to actually generate money because the reality is if you have a business that's not making money it's not a business it's a hobby no shape so that is a part of my story of how i got started um and how i've worked my way up from there to where i am now now i have a retail tech platform because i want to make sure everyone has access to personal style and there's just so many things that have happened in my past what 10 years career of doing this that i wanted to share deeper than me being interviewed on someone else's podcast or a magazine article publishing my story but being able to tell you from week to week or bi-weekly or monthly i don't know how often um, I will be doing my podcast. I haven't set a schedule, 
But I want to see if there's any interest in it and go from there. I just want to be able to share with people and give feedback, advice, insight. Because I didn't get it when I started and I would have loved it. And I think you have to lift as you climb. And I love to, to of course, talk about fashion. I love to talk about the business of fashion, this industry, and how you can get involved. I've worked all over the world, done fashion weeks, Milan, Dubai, New York. Um, you know, I've worked every vertical from costuming, commercials, TV, film, private clients, celebrities, fashion shows. So I have a plethora of experience and just really want to share and give back in my own way to people that are interested and kind of want to know what really goes on behind the scenes and the scene. You see what I did there? Seems and scene. Anyway, I hope that y'all will tune in and enjoy. Um, again, please give me all the feedback. Reach out with emails or hit me on social media. And let me know your thoughts, what you want to hear. I'll be bringing on some other fashion professionals to share their journey. Because at the end of the day, we all have our own path. Everybody has gotten to their journey a different way. I personally still love to hear other people's story on how they built their businesses, not even just fashion businesses, but business. Because at the end of the day, business is business. No matter what business you're running, there are things that happen in every business. Bills have to be paid, accounting, marketing, customer, all of that has to be done no matter what kind of business you have. So I love to hear other business owner stories as well. And when I listen to other people's story, I always get some kind of gem that I can apply or it can validate or confirm something I'm doing in my business. So again, this is my story, why I created this podcast, why I want to share and just be really transparent and be your fashion friend that you can talk with and communicate with this way through this podcast and getting your feedback and responses. I hope that y'all are having a stylish week. Uh, if you want to learn more about me and my business and all that we offer, you can go to loveefashion.com, stylebyloveefashion.com. You can find me on all social media platforms, but I will be releasing different episodes and I'll be covering, covering different topics about the business behind the scenes and the fashion industry. So I would love to continue to share share and chat with y'all and you know like I said this is my first time doing a podcast on my own so y'all bear with me through all the technical difficulties and this learning process for me but I'm here to be really transparent to be really vulnerable and to be authentic in my story and my sharing and my experiences as y'all know I am now you know where I left off in the story, working at Fox, getting clients, dressing the anchors, and building my business from there. And since then, I've worked with hundreds of clients, like I said, worked around the world, and really just put it upon myself to get out here. And, you know, it was like, oh, I want to work New York Fashion Week. Let me see about how to go about that. I literally researched different fashion houses, everybody from Kate Spade, Michael Kors, everybody that showed in New York, I reached out to. And so somebody replied and said I could come and work for them for New York Fashion Week and just went up there, did my thing, built relationships, made connections and did the same thing overseas until people started to reach out and ask me to come and do it. So I think you just really got to 
be a risk taker and put yourself out there to a degree when you are building a business and not just random risk or reckless risk, but strategic, thought out, calculated risk to be able to put yourself out there to get the exposure, get the connections, build the relationships to build your business. So that's all for story time. But next time, we'll dig a little bit deeper and start to get into some solid topics and go deep into each topic. So like when I talk about money, when I talk about getting experiences, when I talk about networking and relationships, all of those different topics, I'm going to delve deep into each one of them every time I talk about them. And that's like I said, what this podcast will be about digging deeper beyond the surface, beyond the highlight reel of social media and sharing real life experiences as a stylist in the South. I hope y'all have a great week and chat soon.